What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Hold a Husband podcast. I'm your fill-in host this week, SD, aka the whole phase expert, because our current host, Terry, is off on business. So it's me and my co-host, Jay Bobo. What's up, bro? Not much, man. Yo, Terry definitely be missed this week, but we look forward to having him back on the next episode here. But I want to remind you that you can catch us Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Grind City TV. You can download on your Roku TV and also Google Play. And be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube as well as follow us on TikTok at Hold a Husband Podcast. All right, SD. All right, I want to remind you all to catch the playback every Monday at 4 p.m. Central Time on thecore94.com. Also, I want to remind you all to donate to the Hold a Husband Podcast on Cash App and PayPal. And I want to give a shout out to Brother Soul Production for keeping the background audio fresh all the time. All right. So y'all know what we do here. We we get to the trending topics, you know, and uh, different things that we see on social media. So this first video that we're going to get into is a woman explaining her uh, marriage and pregnancy situation. So, you know, we just going to see how it go and you know, we'll talk about it after that. So here we go. I am pregnant with my ex-husband's baby while I'm in the middle of a divorce from my current husband. I've been living two lives, one on another social media platform and one here. But I'm here today to tell you guys, I can't keep living two lives, okay? So yeah, when I was seven years old, I met the love of my life. Um, we literally fell in love. I was seven, he was 10. We got married when I was 19 and he was 21. Um, we have our daughter together, Penelope, she's 12. But here's what I did. I cheated on him with my boss, yeah. I know I'm like a shit person. Um, I got caught and I was pretty belligerent. Like, yeah, I'm not going to apologize. Ooh, man. Hey. What you, <laughs> Where do we start? <laughs> what you, what you think about that, Jay? Man, you, you know, you know, what's crazy. You know, they, people talk about the men doing this, living these double lives all the time yeah. where they have all wife at home and, you know, have a woman on the other side of town or whatever the case may be. But yeah. you know, nobody bats an eye when, women do stuff like this and live a double life the way the way she's been living and she's just pretty upfront about it the way yeah. she is shamelessly at that yeah man this here is just a mess man but you know what i find um more troublesome than anything is how callous she is about it you yeah. know what i'm saying she's smiling she's laughing she just jipper <laughs> like like it's normal to be pregnant by another dude while you're married to a, to another guy. And then she said, I, I don't feel bad about it. Like, what type of chick is this, man, that exactly. you that you marry? You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, this is this is somebody clearly heartless, clearly just doesn't have any feeling at emotion. Because women are naturally emotional, and it seems like yeah. she's completely emotionless here about it. The way she's, she, like you said, the way she's so callous, the way she's, you know, just so shameless about it. This is just pretty brazen here. Yeah, and you know, it makes me um, think that this is just her character because yeah. she never said anything wrong with her current husband. Like, hey, he was a cheater, he was abusive, he was this and that, so I don't feel bad about it. No, it, she's just I, like, hey, I got caught, it is what it is, no, I don't feel bad about you it, know, and you, that's you what know makes what? it worse. Yeah, yeah. It reminds me of a video I think Coach Greg Adams shit about a woman uh -huh. she was about to break up with her husband. She was in a healthy relationship, but mm -hmm. you know she thought she thought that so there was something wrong with that. 
and she was going to leave her husband because of this. <laughs> you yeah. know, you, you get it. You get a lot of that, man. You know, um, it's a lot of different situations out here um, where women will feel different at some particular time because a lot of women are so guided by their feelings and emotions that something can trigger in them and change their feelings about you as their husband, as their man, and then they are gone. And she says she got a daughter by her husband. So you know what that means? When she leaves, he's going to have to pay her child support yep. for this kid that they got. Exactly. Even though she's the one that's cheating. It happens and, like man. that. And like I said, you know, the way she's so careful, the thing is that, you know, this is not a victimless crime. This Something like this is not harmless. You know, she's affecting a family. She's affecting, you know, her husband or soon to be ex-husband. The, yeah. the child she's about to have, the daughter she already has with him. I mean, there's a lot yeah. of people affected by this. Yeah, but she don't really, she don't really seem like she care all that much. You know what At I mean? All. But how do you, like, I don't get how you get into a relationship with a woman like that. Like, to me, if she is that way, if she's that callous and don't really care, she was like that already. Yeah. You can't really hide that type of behavior <laughs> very long in order to trick you enough into marrying right but she's pretty oh no doubt so i could see i could see a man uh blinding himself to those negative toxic traits that she has and and just marrying her anyway because that's what she wanted to do and have a kid with i could see it one thing i could see what i see in her one character trait i guess you could say it's a character flaw is Mm -hmm. she's very she's clearly very selfish here she clearly cares about nobody else but herself yeah. based on these decisions that she's making here yeah man you know it, it's it, it's all bad but it happens a lot more than what we know <laughs> no doubt so, because you know for years through social media not even social media before social media it was uh, talk shows oprah yeah. ricky lake donahue all these different things they really highlighted men cheating and yes. for a long time as a young man growing up I always thought that it was always the men that cheated, always, because you never really heard about women cheating like that. You assumed everybody that was with a guy and a baby that that was his baby. You assumed these type of things. But what social media has done, it has opened men's eyes to know that women cheat too. And, And with the information that's out there, when it comes to divorces, Women file for divorce 80% of the time. And a lot of times when other women hear it, they say, yeah, but what the man is doing, the man is cheating, the man is doing this. When in actuality, there is only a 6% difference between cheating and divorces between men and women. Wow. Yeah, That's women not even are a cheating. huge gap. <laughs> it's definitely not. And women are cheating just as much as men in these relationships and have but, issues also go ahead but, but but just like you just like you said in your early point on all these talk shows you know from the 80s and 90s mm-hmm. they never highlighted the women cheating and women doing these kind of things like for yeah. you know for example having a child by somebody else but saying hey it was her husband boyfriend or significant other you yeah. know like you said that happens more often like i wouldn't be opposed if you know they pass law saying you have to do a mandatory paternity test to see if that's actually the problem. I wouldn't be against that. I'm sure a lot of men wouldn't be against it, you know, because uh, statistically, there's almost 30% of men paying child support, of the of the amount that pays child support, who are not the dads. 
Wow. And that number goes to 40%, a little bit over, I believe, for black men paying child support for kids that aren't their kids. And all you got to do is watch Maury. Watch Maury. <laughs> yep. And 70% of the dudes on there don't be the daddy. But they think they the daddy. <laughs> That's why it's important. That's why it's important, man, to pick a woman that has morals and values yep. and different things, man, before you actually get into a relationship and get married because they it has long-term implications because uh, uh, in some states, if your wife gets married, if, if y'all are married and your wife cheats and, and gets pregnant and has a baby while you all are married and was pregnant, you are considered the biological, you are considered the father, whether you are the biological dad or not. And you are required wow. by the state to pay child support. Google it because there are plenty of men out here paying child support. No, they aren't the biological father, but they were married to the woman at the time. And so they are forced to do it by the state because they are considered dead. Ah, that's that's some bullshit. You know, it's crazy. It's crazy about Maury, right? The girl, she'll come on the show two, three different times, bringing, you know, bringing a different man and don't be the father. It's like, yeah. damn, well, how many dudes, how many dudes are you just letting up in you wrong? You know, hey man, imagine that episode. Remember that episode of Martin where he's like, "Man, I've spent all my money on Shorty. I've spent all my money on Shorty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shorty do wop, right? Yeah, that was, that was his nickname yeah. on Martin. And Martin was like, yeah. "Hey, yo, you know what I'm saying? He thought it was his kid because he act like him or whatever the case. Yeah. And um, you know, women a lot of times, you know the old saying, "Mama's baby, yeah. Papa's maybe," because <laughs> as a man, you just you just don't know what you know what i'm saying this woman has been doing sure she you know will tell you i haven't been doing nothing but at the same time you don't really know and you know that's why men back in the day wanted Which, virgins because yeah. they wanted to know like hey you know this woman is a little different than the rest of these here women so go ahead but you know this is the thing then that gets me is like nobody calls these women out i think there's only very you know besides us there's only a few other platforms that really you know call the women out on this stuff is like hey what what what's going on here what, you know yeah crazy a lot of, works. yeah you know man you know how you know how social media go <laughs> a lot yep. of men are scared to touch the subject because anything considered misogynist or bashing oh, women or whatever, and they come at you and try to get you removed. You know what I'm saying? Because oh yeah, they everybody yeah, wants to pander and cater to women at all costs because they don't want their feelings hurt. And um, when you step outside that box, you got to know that there's going to be some backlash with it. You know what I'm and saying? You know, That's just and, what cool. and then I think you know, it just you know, the late Kevin Samuels, he brought all that out to the forefront he you know, did. before it's untimely passing i think that's what made him so popular the way he was he, yeah. you know either people loved him or hate him yeah and men appreciated that because yeah. it's things that we a lot of men wanted to say were thinking but they just didn't know how to say it and didn't have the platform to say it and he made that uh, uh comfortable for men to say these here different things which are true and right. how we feel and the and the reality of things. And, and just the thing, the thing is, he never backed down or wavered. Because a lot of times, like, for example, let's just say celebrity comes out and say these things, there's a, mm -hmm. there's a backlash against it, and then they come out and apologize. Yeah. Rather than him, you know, coming out and apologizing, you know, he doubled down. And you know what? I can respect that, whether I agreed or not. 
Yeah, yeah. You know, and he was self-made. And I didn't always agree with everything he said. I didn't, I didn't always agree with everything he said, but um, a lot of the things that he said was spot on. And and um, a lot of women didn't like it because it puts a mirror up to their face and they have to see themselves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, a lot of times that hurts. It stings you to actually see the types of things that you are doing out here. So, you know, this here lady here, she just she's just a crappy woman. <laughs> She's just a piece. Of, she's just a piece of trash, man. To be all, you know, honest with you. And guys are too that do the same thing. It's not just my nose itching, but it's 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 not it's not just the women. This particular woman that's trash. It's the guys too that um go outside of uh their marriage and have outside kids, the side babies, and all this other nonsense. Them dudes are trash too because of yep. what they're doing. But she's doubling down on it and showing no remorse for what she's doing. That's what makes it even worse for her and anybody else, whether it's a man or a woman, that's uh, behaving the way that she's behaving. So, you know, that's that's what that is. So let's uh, let's move on, keep it moving, man, and go to our next uh, topic here, man. And um, I seen Fifty Cent, right? I'm sure you've seen Fifty Cent's son in um, yeah. on social media over the past couple of days complaining um or talking about the amount of money that he gets from 50 cent which is sixty seven hundred dollars a month and how he can't live on it and stuff like that and um i wanted to kind of touch on that a little bit from the perspective of a dad uh because he put out this other post after the videos about the sixty seven hundred dollars and i'm gonna read the post to you he says since y'all think sixty seven hundred is so much money someone tell my pops i will pay him sixty seven hundred dollars for just 24 hours of his time so we can do everything I ever wanted to do with him as a kid. Let me read that one more time. Wow. This is 50 Cent's son saying, since y'all think $6,700 is so much money, someone tell my pops I will pay him the $6,700 he gives me for child support for just 24 hours of his time so we can do everything I ever wanted to do with him as a kid. And with that, I'm going to play I'm going to play this um other video, this other trending video that I seen that falls in line with that. And this here is for the men. So here we go. Pain is passed down from father to son and son to son. A lot of pain in Troy's life is a result of the pain and the damage from his father that he then visits on his son. We have to, as black men, be mindful of that. Sometimes it's unfair, and sometimes we take it out on those we love. And, and I'm, 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 I'm guilty of that frustration that we all have. But we have a responsibility and a duty to be fathers, not to just make babies, but to be real fathers. And you can't expect any good to come to you if you don't visit any good on your son or your daughter. So be a man. So what you think, Jay? What you think about this, this whole situation? And and being man. in a tweet that he put out. Man, I mean, it's a lot to unpack there. Because, you know, I don't know where the, where the fallout happened between, you know, 50 Cent and his son. Because this, mm-hmm. this has been for a few years now. Because I remember yep. there was a tweet maybe five or six years ago. You know, I know it was on Instagram. Somebody asked about his son. And he's like, why, you want to fuck him or something? Man. And then, you know, ever since, you know, I guess it was between the fallout between 50 and his baby mom. And ever since then, you know, yeah. 50 has kind of just 
had his thing for you know had his thing out for black women and you know the relationship with his son has been estranged as far as we know you know he just pays the child support and that's it but man yeah it, it, this is this is really sad and unfortunate to be it honest is. with you man it is and that's the first thing when when i when i um first saw the videos of his son talking about how sixty seven hundred dollars isn't enough the first thing i'm thinking like what a what is he what is he really getting at and i'm like yeah. it's not the money it's no. it's not the money i don't remember how old this this son of his is he's a teenager upper teens or something like that it's more of the time that's what i was thinking he wants to know his dad as yeah. a, as a, as a kid as a boy he wants to know his dad and then when he put out that post saying hey i'll give you the money back if I could just spend 24 hours with you and do the things I always wanted to do as a kid and as a man, as a father, how can you not feel that? I don't understand how, how 50 can't feel that from his kid, from his blood, from his flesh that he made. You know, and as an adult, as the dad, a lot of times in different situations um, with the mom, if the mom is causing issues or whatever, you have to rise above that as a dad mm -hmm. to create and have that relationship with your child, regardless of what that mom is doing. As, as, um, you know, I'm not a father, but you know, with your first child, did you have this? Did you ever have a problem like this where there was a fallout with with, with your older son's uh, mother here? I had, I had, it was tough because, you know, okay. we were 17, I was 17, 18, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And growing up 19, 20 through my whole phase and doing things and um, her being young and we both just were, were young and clashing with certain things, but I never missed a day. I never yeah. let that as much as possible from my end affect if I saw my son or not. I didn't see him as much as I should have being a young man at that time, being, yeah. like I said, 18, 17, going to run the streets and chase women and all of that. But I was always there, not just financially. And that's a lot of times where as men, we get lost in what yep. fatherhood really is. And 50 cents, I, I believe he's lost in that realm like a lot of men get lost in where it's just like here I, I gave you the money what else do you want i'm doing my part and that's not your part it's part of it but that's not your part as a man you have a responsibility like denzel said in the video and you have a responsibility yeah. to your kids because hurt hurt men hurt their kids and yeah. so we know how 50 Cent grew up. It's been public, right? Yeah. How he yeah. grew up dealing drugs and doing certain things and the life that he lived. And I'm sure a lot of that and, affected affected his relationship and, with the mom. It, it did. I mean, I think his his, his mother was shot. He, yeah, she died when he at a young age and he was raised by his grandparents. Exactly. So, you know, and that and that and I can speak to that firsthand that that has an effect, you know. I, I was one that was raised by my grandparents, so you know mm -hmm. it does affect you because you know. And then once you once you're grown, you know the time at the top, you don't get that time back. You know you can never go right. back and try to relive those times. Yeah, yeah, and um, you know, I I think that him growing up the way he did and not having his mom, he didn't really see or dad 
he didn't really see the importance. He should feel it. He didn't see it. He should. I think yeah. he should feel it as a man that didn't have his dad around. He should feel yeah. that and then be like, hey, I don't want to be that dad. I want my son around. Kind of like LeBron James. LeBron yeah. James said, hey, my dad wasn't around and I made a vow that I would never be that way with my kids. And you see the father that LeBron is with his kids from what we can see. You know what I'm saying? They're in the same household and all of that. And he's really active with his kids. And that's how that's how it should be. You should feel that yeah. void of not having a father there and not want I, to inflict that on your kid. And and yeah. that's where I think that... I, I think Go ahead. Right. No, I just think, you know, it, it becomes a vicious cycle because, you know, yes. if, if you don't have your father, you're like, I mean, to me, that should be more motivation. Okay. Hey, I want to be the father for my child that I never had. And I think yeah. for, for a lot of people, you see that, but I think then, but you also got the flip side of where it's a vicious cycle that repeats itself. Yeah. That's, and, 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 you know, statistically speaking, fatherless boys are at the most, are the most disadvantaged kids out yep. there. Yep. 70-some percent of men in jail didn't have their dad around. Yeah. Um, no, no you're, you're, I think it was 70% more likely to become an abuser of women if your dad wasn't around. An wow. abuser of alcohol, an abuser of drugs. You're 60 sometimes more likely to drop out yep. of school if you were just raised in a single mother household. So all yep. of these here different things that we know I have personally seen it growing up in the projects of Chicago and I was fortunate enough to have my father, but a lot of my friends did. And and a lot of times when your dad ain't in your life, the streets get a, get a hold of you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the streets yeah, raise no you to be a man and what you think a man is. And a lot of those dudes is in jail or they dead because man. the streets raised them and their dad wasn't around. And and with, with, with 50's boy, it's clearly some pain there. He's saying, hey, I'll give you the money back if I can spend time with you. He just yep. want to feel that connection with his dad, man, and spend that time with his yeah, dad. Exactly. And that's I, what makes it sad. I think there's trauma on both sides, on 50's end and on his son's end. There's trauma on both sides there. And just to touch on, you know, your point as, you know, a lot of who come from single months end up in jail was at almost 80%. It actually ties into the high school dropout rate. I think yep. if, if actually they actually build a lot of jails around with a high, high school dropout. They build it in that county somewhere. Mm -hmm. So yeah. if you, so, so 70, so I think, because I think just about, I think it's almost 70% of high school dropouts are end up in prison too. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, the, the numbers are staggering, but yeah. it is pain on 50 side. It, it has to be. No doubt. Because you have to be, you have to have some type of trauma in order to completely yep. alienate your child, your son. You have to have some type of pain, some type of trauma. It just, it just ain't the mom. Right. And the mom making it tough for you to see your kid or talk to your kid or whatever. Because you could have been talked to that kid. He, that, yep. that child might have said things. That child might have did things. But it's a child. It's a child that misses his dad. And a lot of times um, when they're going through those adolescent years and they body changing and they're going through puberty and they're going through all these different emotions because the dad ain't around, the mom is is, is um, a lot of times in those situations treating them a certain type of way. 
in, yeah. in, that, in those type of households, that kid is getting pulled in a million different directions. And you got to, as the adult, say, you know what? I understand you were young. I want to repair yeah. this. And when you don't want to do that, you have some issues when you make posts about your own kid. Like, I don't care about this. I give you the money. Hey, man, whatever. You got right. some issues going on. And you know, and, and you know, if I'm not mistaken, I think this is his, this is his firstborn that we're talking about here, if I'm not mistaken here. Yeah. You know, but, but, you know, can you, can you just imagine with your firstborn, yo, not being there for him, you know? I so could. I just, like you said, there clearly has to be something. There's, there's some drama, there's some trauma, there's some hole in 50s life somewhere yeah. where he's just like, you know, hey, I'm just gonna pay this money and, you know, yeah. hey, you can go on about your life, go on about your business. You know, I remember a song by Jay-Z called Meet the Parents back I, I in the um in the late early 90s 2000s. or early 2000s like early 2000s. it was called meet the parents where the man got the woman pregnant she had a kid he left the household never knew the kid never grew up with him anything and they ran into each other in the street like they were enemies and and he wind up shooting and killing his own kid not knowing that it was his kid because wow. he never grew up in that in his son's life and and, and 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 even though a lot of fathers out here don't literally pull the trigger on their kid, they're still killing their kids, whether their kid get killed out in the street or yep. whether they get killed in jail or spend the rest of their life in jail. You're still, um, uh, uh, I don't know what's the word I'm looking for, but backhandedly killing them in, because you're indirectly. not providing indirectly yes you're not providing them with the guidance and the direction and the discipline of a father in in their child in the child's life in order to keep them out of these situations so you are you are indirectly killing them also by not being in your kid's life you know you know what that's the other thing that we could take from this is the importance of having a father in the house because i think Absolutely. this really gets overlooked and underestimated a lot of time mm -hmm. Because, you know, I think we could come as a society, we've become so numb to it that we've normalized, you know, single mothers raising a child, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. especially raising a boy. And I, in my mm -hmm. opinion, I don't think a woman can raise a boy to be a man. She Now, no. the only thing she can really do is raise him to be a responsible adult and not person, out here yeah. committing crimes. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? That's that's really only in our in our um, culture. Yep. As, as no doubt. People where yes. it is more praise. For women to become baby mamas than it is to be married and have a kid through marriage it's a lot well, more praise because it happens more, a lot of the time yeah. you know what i'm well, saying and, it, and it, uh, you know i think it's been incentivized by it has you know, by the government, government yeah by the government yep. and you know society just praises and, and pushes this you know so if you hear if you see this on like for example think about the song was about destiny child independent woman right yeah if you listen at, you know, if you listen, it, it's been scientifically proven that subconsciously in your mind, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna listen to that and you're gonna, you know, take heed to that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was, um, it was a, um, a, a plan by the government to remove the father from the household. We talked yep. about this before here. Yes, it was we did. a plan to destroy and break up the black family unit because the black family unit was becoming too strong in the 60s and 70s. 
um, with the Black Panthers and things like that. You know what I'm saying? And they wanted to break that up. And they did a masterful job at it. They said, here, we'll give you housing. We'll give you food. We'll give you this. But you can't have a man in your house. But the, to the white women, they said, here, we'll give you grants to grow your corn and have your farms and all this. And you can still keep your man in the house, though. We'll give you all of those things. But you can still keep your man. And man. and we, as a, as a culture, fell for it hook, line, yep. and sinker. And, sinker. And, and since then, yep. it has been a continuing problem that has just snowballed oh. into, a, into a bigger problem yep. where we have almost a 70-some percent single mother household rate in the black community. Almost 80. Yep. Raising 80. kids. Yeah. Just real sad to put it. And the thing thing we could take, like you said, see how they do it for them and how they do that for us. That's right. And you know, and this this here is just a quintessential example what happens, you know, in this situation, you know, it ties in all that what we're saying here. Yeah, it, it absolutely do. So hey man, I hope they get it together. I really I, I no doubt really do. I hope I that, hope they can reestablish know. some type yeah. of relationship, mend the fence somehow, some way, maybe both seek some sort of counseling, something. Yeah, here. because 50, 50 is a powerful dude. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Who better to give that to than your son? You know what I'm yeah. saying? To to teach those different things to than your son to become powerful just like you. You know what I'm saying? You can learn a lot of things from 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 yourself. I think he needs to go to therapy and, and try to mend that, man. I, I would really love that if he did that. As, as a father myself, you know, I would no really question. love that. So, you know, we'll see. Hopefully it happens, man. But um, <laughs> hey y'all, we're gonna take a we're gonna take a quick break. We up against the clock, and then we'll be right back. Hi, I'm relationship coach and Arthur Terry Duran, and I am pleased to announce that my book, It's Not That Complicated, is finally available as an audiobook. So if you don't like to read or you just don't have time to read a paperback book, this audiobook is perfect for you. You can listen to it while you're in your car, while you're at work, etc. In the book, I break down how husband material men think and operate in regards to sex, love, and relationships. And I provide real quality insight on how husband material men approach dating. The audiobook is available on audible.com and on iTunes. All you have to do is go to one of the websites and search for my name, Terry Duran. Go download your copy today. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Hold a Husband podcast. And uh, tonight's episode is called Role Play, where we're going to be talking about gender roles within a relationship. You know, because now it's kind of a hot topic now. It's a, it's a thing that's going on Um you know, between men and women and, you know, who should do what and how they should do it and different things like that, right? So, Jay, let me ask you, man, real quick. Why do you think um, women nowadays don't like gender roles? I think they bought into what society has, has pushed into their heads because for the past, say, 20, better part of the past 30 years, they kind of pushed this left-wing feminist agenda saying, hey, you should, you're equal as a man. You can do what the man does. Mm-hmm. You don't have to cook and clean. You know, that's out there. That was in the 50s and 60s. Yeah. Hey, if you want to go out and if you like, for example, you want to go out and join the military, you can. If you want to go out into the field in infantry, hey, you could do it just like a man. Yeah. So, so a lot of women have bought into that. But mm-hmm. in the long run, it's never really it didn't really hasn't really benefited even the whole independent woman thing. So 
think about this. If you say anything about gender roles, like like we're talking about here, it's considered misogynistic. Yeah. You, know, you hate women, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But you know what? It's never considered misogynistic when they say, well, I, I, a man's supposed to provide. <laughs> a man's supposed to provide. You know, women tend to, they, they just fine with gender roles when it comes to the man doing something. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they be all good with a man providing, protecting, or leading. They just fine with that. But when it comes to their stuff, you know what I'm saying, around, you know, around the house, more of the traditional household duties. Oh, well, wait a minute now. Why I got to do that? Go ahead. It, it's funny how that works. Because you know what? Yeah. They, it, they like generals when it benefits them. Absolutely. When it does not, when it's benefiting their partner, it's like, well, yeah. I, I don't want to do that. You know, why would I do that? It's outdated. What are you, what are yeah. you saying here? And, and I think that that attitude is what runs men off honestly yeah because a lot of women don't understand that men still want a form of the traditional woman just like the women still want a form or a traditional type of man even though he might not be all the way traditional like your dad or your granddad or whatever they they want him to be pretty close right And, um, you know what? Men want the same thing in a woman, but I no think doubt. that, accord, like the question, why do why do I think women don't like gender roles anymore? Because they weren't raised to be that way. Mm. See, I, my mom, my grandma, and her mom, and them before they were raised to be more of a traditional stay-at-home woman, wife, because they they kind of had to be back in those right. days. You know what I'm saying? But they were raised that way and the women of today a lot of them not all of them but a lot of them have gotten away from that and became more modern and independent yeah to where they never learned that type of stuff man now they look down on it go ahead yep you know you know what and it just ties into what we just said before we went to went to our break as far as you know the single mothers like you said with how your grandmother was raised, your mom was raised, great grandmother, etc. Raised, raised to be wise. Now with the single mother epidemic, they're pushing this. Well, be independent, not to need a man yeah. for nothing. Yeah. That's more being pushed now, especially now with a single mother. She hasn't seen a man in the household. I mean, think about this. You said you grew up in the projects, right? Yep. Now think about how many in those projects you've seen. You know, three generations of single mothers, not and not yeah. one man in that house. Man, all over the place. But you know what? You tagging on to your point. What's crazy is when you talk to a lot of women, and you ask them, "Hey, um, you know, what do you want?" A lot of them will mention a kid before they mention a man, a husband. Wow. They'll mention a kid before they mention a husband because they feel more comfortable. Like they they feel more comfortable being a mom than a wife. Because they were never raised to be wives, but they were prob- being raised in a single mother household. Most of, a lot of them, yep. they more comfortable filling in that role that their mom played than it is being a wife because they weren't raised that raised that way. So those gender roles to to a lot of modern women nowadays, they could they compare it to slavery or a maid. I'm sure you've seen that somewhere yes. on social media. Where they like, oh, so basically you're a maid. 
and that's what you do. You cook and clean for a man all the time or whatever the case, right? But they never compare a man paying all the bills for them to a slave. Going no. to work for 16 hours and paying all the bills and keeping a roof over your head. They never compare him to a slave. And what's crazy, never. You, know, you know what's crazy? You know, you said 16 hours. Let's just say yeah. you're working those type of hours, you know, three to four times a week. You're spending mm -hmm. more time at your job than you're spending in your house with your family. Absolutely. Absolutely, <laughs> man. And, you know, I just don't think that it's, I don't think that a lot of women look at things from the perspective of a man when they when they say certain things and do certain things or whatever the case but not wanting to play your role as a woman and expecting a man to clearly play his in a relationship is a disaster for the women and that's what we are seeing out here today with the modern woman independent yeah. i don't need a man movement okay cool yeah. you don't want to play your role I'm not going to get with you, the man that I am, being successful, okay. having my life in order. Because you don't want to play your role. I'm not going to play mine and yours, too. It's right. just not going to happen like that's, that. That's crazy. It's funny you said that. I, I don't know if you've seen this or not, but and this just came out in the past few months that black women have the highest eviction rate out of anyone I, else. I so, saw that. So that's the same, you know, saying, hey, I'm independent, not to need a man for nothing. And these are probably the same ones that's getting evicted from from these apartments here. And it's unfortunate. Hey, I don't I don't wish that on nobody. I think you know I'm not one to celebrate one's misfortune or anything. But you know this is what's happening here. I, I did see that study, and um, you know, I I didn't get a chance to read it, but I did see it. And I mean, it's it's unfortunate, but you know, a lot of women, man, think that it's better to be by themselves. And, but you know with the ride with the inflation the the yeah. rise in prices for everything a lot of people just can't half the people men and women only making about fifty thousand dollars that's yeah. tough to live on especially if you got a kid or two and, and you're a single mom that's tough to stretch fifty thousand dollars yeah. you better off getting with a man that's making exactly sixty thousand and then splitting things and living pretty decent yeah. as a couple like you know what just to, touch on, just, to, just to touch on that point, mm -hmm. it's, you know, see, a lot of them don't think like that, you know, because yeah. it should be a team sport, right? Think about mm -hmm. it. Okay, as a woman, you make 40000 you get with a man to make 60000 Well, together, y'all have 100000 And But yeah. a, woman, a lot of women don't think like that. They'll just, and even some will think, oh, well, he makes 60000 he's not making a lot of money. Yeah, okay, well, yeah. if you, <laughs> but if you pool resources together, hey, you can you can make that work. You know, because yeah. 50000 is just right above the poverty line. Yeah, depending on what city, what state you yeah. live in. If, if you, you live in, in California, New York, or Chicago, New York, you know, New York, Chicago, Chicago you in LA, DC, you in trouble. So yeah. I mean, it it's only it it only makes sense for for most people to try to get with somebody. But a lot of times, um, you know what I notice with women like that and talking to men like that that make that type of money, um, a lot of women view that as settling and. They, they feel like they deserve much more than that from a man. <laughs> so they look down on those men. Like, it is, it is what it is. They look down and, 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 on him and, because he's making what she makes. Like, and, and, you know. and, and, it's, and it's stupid. So it's like, okay, 
you're called at selling, but yet you're trying to get those men and have, have, have had no success. So why keep going after those men if you have no sense? It's, it's almost like you're just throwing stuff against the wall and trying to, and hope, you know, hoping for the best, trying to figure out what sticks there. And yeah. I think that's a horrible way of going about it. It, it absolutely is, man. But, you know, a lot of women just, just running their heads into the wall and trying to figure out why they can't get the man they want. Well, yeah, you, so you those, know what happened? Go ahead. With a lot of, you know what happens a lot of a lot of those times? A lot of times when they figure, okay, well, let me go get the, that guy making 50000 60000 Yeah, day late and a dollar short because now, yeah. you know, you, you don't have, you know, because a lot of them say that, you know, at you know their 20s, maybe even their early 30s, oh, early yeah. mid-30s, and then yeah. by the time they're in their late 30s or their 40s, that's when they went, mm-hmm. oh, well, let me go get that guy that's making fifty, sixty thousand. 60000 And yeah. that guy's like, right, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> if yeah, I go get that's... that 27-year-old, why am I dealing with you? Or he's traveling the world, he's doing his thing, you know, he you're going somewhere and he's like, yo, I ain't dealing with you. You don't put on 60 pounds, your attitude yeah. is horrible. Ain't nobody finna be bothered with you. You know what I mean? So I don't blame the men. Me I don't blame them at all for, for um, you know, dating other women and leaving some of these women out to dry. You Leave them out to dry. I give I give women just just a quick gem. You just you know, let's just say he's making fifty or sixty thousand. You see if he if he's an ambitious dude, hey, listen, he's gonna try to turn that sixty thousand, eight thousand, and so on and so forth. If he's ambitious like that, yeah. So yeah, but a lot of them don't even don't even go there. They just go, oh, well, sixty thousand, and just kind of just scoff at it and turn their nose up at it. It's, yeah. it's just stupid. It's counterproductive. It does more it does more harm than good in the long run. Yeah, because women, of course, they want a man that's, you know, they're, I think women are naturally, I think the word is hypergamous or something like that. Hypergamy. Hypergamy, where they date up, you know what I'm saying? And they want to date up. Like, if she's making 50 or 60, she don't want to date a dude that's just making 70. A lot of them, not until they get a little older, like you had said. So, I mean, it it happens. So, but, um, so do you think most men are prepared to play their role as a man out here? Most men, I, I would, I'm, I'm gonna say a lot of men. I'm gonna say at least half are. I'm gonna say at the very, at the very least, you have half of them are. And going back to you know talking about statistics here, uh, for black men, six percent of black men are single with no children right now, and make and make almost fifty thousand or more. So why? So I think those men are ready. I think I think you have at least a good number of those men that are ready to take on a leadership role, take off family. Okay. I'm going to disagree on this one. Okay. And I'll tell you why. I don't think it's that high. Mm. For, you know, half. And I just don't. To be, why you say that? You know, because most of most of black men out here are raised, like we talked about earlier. Single mother. Single parent household. Yes. Mm. And um, it's not just the financial part. Half of them making $50,000 is tough. You know what I'm saying? To take on a woman too. But if you pull your resources together, y'all can make that work pretty good. But um, I think that not being raised with a dad or a male figure, not just a dad, but a male figure to influence you and show you how to lead a woman, how to guide a household, how to handle your business and prioritize things as a man has affected a lot of men out here to the point where it's a lot of men out here that want women to kind of take care of them and do things for them and and lead them because nobody ever showed them how to do it so they think that hey i got balls 
I, I'm the man, like you know what I'm saying. But they have no idea on what it means to actually um, structure a household, guide a woman, direct kids, direct a household, and, and handle things within a household with somebody else because they've never seen it. So I don't think that half of men do that. Yeah, a lot of them don't have kids. I give you that, and you know, some of them making okay money. But I think more of at, on an emotional level, um, hmm. when it comes to leading a household, a lot of men just aren't ready for that. And um, a lot of women, I believe, a lot of good quality women that are out there that um, actually know and want to play their role perfectly fine, run into a lot of those types of men out there, not to mention the whole phase. <laughs> we didn't talk about the whole phase and being hoes out here for so Man. long and wanting to run around and be hoes, right? Like that's a whole yeah. nother dynamic but, that, you know, that just qualifies. You know, to, to be, um, but what's crazy is, yo, men can be in a whole phase from from the age from eight, anywhere from eighteen to freaking forty-five or even older than that if they want to. They don't have a biological clock or anything like that. I know Especially a guy out here in his sixties. And he's never been married. And wow. he's like, man, I don't want no marriage. I don't want nothing. I'm fine. And I mean, when I tell you, this dude got young chicks. He he buys new car. He got cash. And he keeps him some young women around him. Multiple women. He's an old player. And that's just how he want to live his life. Cool. Hey, some dudes never grow out of it. You know, but that's also another factor that, you know what I'm saying, um, where I think, you know, as a man in a committed relationship, a lot of men aren't ready. You got to take that into consideration also, yeah. because a lot of dudes love the whole life. And that's that's fine. Hey, do your thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to get that out your system, but just keep, you know what I'm saying? Keep it honest and keep the women yeah. out of that. But you, you know, you, you know what? Yo, you being, a, uh, you know, you being a whole phase man, a whole phase expert, what did it take for you to say, hey, you know what? I want to give this whole phase up and just, you know, have a, you know, a committed relationship. Man, I had, I had a roster and it just got so complicated at one point. I was like, <laughs> I was probably like 34 or something like that. Mm -hmm. And um, I was dealing with the drama and the nonsense and the, you know, it was just it pulling my head in different directions, man, with the attitudes. And I was like, man, and spending money. That was another thing. Spending oh, so yeah. much money, man, going out and entertaining and all this. Yeah, I said, you know what, man, this is too much. It became too much. And I was like, all right, that's it. I, I, I got to chill. And I did. I chilled out, and then I had uh, met my ex. I was about 35, 36, and we never had a problem, you know, when we was together. We never had an issue with cheating, none of that, and that was like the first woman I was ever faithful to because I was wow. tired of that, and since then, being single, I don't live my life that way now as a single man, so I know I can do it when I'm in a relationship because I didn't go back to that life, so, you know, that's what made me want to stop, just to, just to the nonsense and the drama that I was causing in some of those cases. <laughs> right. So, you know, it's just too much to keep up with, too. All the lies and the different things you got to keep up with. It was too much. So, I got yeah. tired of it, man. man. Alright, so do you think gender roles should be shared? Um, 
That's a good question. I, I would say, I, I'd say yes. I'd say they could be shared. I'd say, for example, right. Let's just say for cooking, for example. I think that's something that could be shared, right? Let's just say if a man could cook certain things that that his woman can't, or she might better cooking stuff than he is. Something like that can be shared. Even stuff like maybe even cleaning around the house. Something like that. I think y'all can share. I think that's I think that's very reasonable. Yeah. You know, it, now yeah, if it comes I, to hand now I would say for stuff like handiwork around the house, I think that's something specifically a man should do as yeah. opposed to now if it's changing a light bulb, okay, fine. I mean that's something really simple there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that um, you know, I think that things should be shared around the household, you know? Um, because nowadays, like we just talked about, the guy might be making fifty or sixty thousand and the woman making fifty or sixty thousand, right? So now yeah. They both have to work. And when both people have to work, that means that a lot of times she's going to be sharing into the bill paying, right? Because she's working, right? She's going to be sharing into the bill paying because it's a lot on him to do everything like that and pay out of $50,000 or $60,000. Understandably, cool. Help, Help your man out, work as a team with that. But on the flip side... The man has to also work as a team with his woman and help on her side. He gets home first and he knows how to cook. Go ahead and start whipping something up or order something, whatever the case. Or the dishes dirty, clean the dishes. Or the laundry, whatever the case. Help her on her side like she's helping you on your side in order to to reach a common goal and have the household running like a well-oiled machine. I think that now, nowadays, we have to be fair and reasonable and kind of like a hybrid person to where we're yeah. able to work on both sides, but we play more on our side as the man or woman. Maybe maybe the man pays 80% and the woman pays 20 Maybe the woman does 80% of the cleaning and cooking and the man does 20 Whatever the case, it's just picking up a slack. And making sure that the other person isn't burnt out mentally and physically in their lives um, so that you all can enjoy each other's life. I think that it's only right and it's only fair to um, share responsibility when it comes to gender roles nowadays. Absolutely. And I think the best thing is to do what works in your household. Like I said, if all those things work in your household, then then do that. Don't worry about what somebody else says or what somebody else does in their household. The important thing is to do what works in yours. Yeah, that's that. I mean, that's that's exactly right. So, th- what about you? Did you grow up with gender roles in the house, like between your grandparents? I actually, you grew up with eight, right? yeah. My, okay. Yep. Actually, my, my, I've never seen like I've never seen my man work a day in her life. My grandfather always like worked his pretty much his whole life, so it was it was pretty traditional in that yeah. sense. Where you know he work, he'd pay all the bills and everything, do the work around the house. I mean, you know, from cutting the grass, you know, you know, I cut cut yeah. grass, rake leaves. You know, he would do stuff like roof and job. I mean, he actually knew, knew how to, he wasn't mechanic, knew how to fix cars and stuff. So mm-hmm. he did all that because you know, my grandma did stuff, you know, did the cooking and cleaning around the house. So it was yeah. it was very traditional in that sense. Right. Yeah. I grew up the same way. I never seen my mom work and I never seen my father fix fix any food to this day. <laughs> they, you know, they've been married <laughs> That's 40 how it was. years. And, you know, my mom would wake up early in the morning before my father went to work. She ironed his clothes. She'd make him some breakfast and fix his lunch. And then he gone. When he got home, his food was ready. Hey, his plate's in the microwave or his plate is in the stove or whatever the case. I never seen my father wash no dishes 
or wash no clothes because that was the traditional way of the women back in the day. Like they weren't working like that in the workforce. So I think that now that's why um, as a man, me personally, I feel like that's a man's job. That's his role because that's what I saw to provide, protect, and lead his household. My father was the undoubted leader in the house, but he respected my mom and her opinion, and she could say, no, nah, you know, I don't need to do that. And my father yeah. would sit back and think about it, like, all right, okay, maybe you're right. But my father was the leader 100%, and he let it be known, but he was also fair. And so I think I picked up a lot of that type stuff, you know what I'm saying, from it to where I expect certain roles from a woman because I know she expects those things from me. And I'm more than willing and capable of playing those roles. Now, would you be the one to share some of the gender roles with 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 the woman that you're with? Absolutely, absolutely. Because I I, I cook. I'm a bachelor. I, yeah. I love to cook. I know how to cook. I clean. I wash clothes. I do all of this here stuff already. So I'm not gonna come home from work. My lady is at work. And then I'm gonna sit there and look at dishes in the sink. Like, no, <laughs> I'm gonna wash the dishes or I'm gonna start some food and clean up or cook something or whatever the case. Like, I don't want, I, I don't think that that's fair. If you got a no, woman no. that's working. Now, if she ain't working, that's different. You ain't yeah. working, I expect to come home in the house clean. I don't expect to be cleaning up nothing. <laughs> but if, if she's working, I don't want her to wear herself out. If she wear herself out, she go to work for eight hours. She come home, she got to start dinner. Then she, most women clean as they go. She washing dishes and all this here. Now she done by nine o'clock, 10 o'clock and got to do it again tomorrow. Guess what she going to want to do? She going to want to go to sleep. I can't feed her to the mattress now. I can't get no sloppy top because she tired. I don't want my lady worn out. Look, I get home at three. I'll start the dishes. You come in, you hop in the shower, you sit down and chill out. I got this already going. I'm already good. That way, I can take her to pound town, and then we can go to sleep. So I don't want my lady worn out. And um, you know, I expect you know her to just you know be be fair on her end too, and, and work together yeah. as a team. So that's that's what I expect from man, from any. Man, I guess I guess this I guess that's why you see some of these you know sexist relationships or even marriages for that bad. You see a yeah, lot of that. Yeah. yeah. You see a lot of that, man. But hey, you know, I don't, I don't plan on running into any of that. So, you know, but I, I do expect <laughs> to be fair, even though, you know, I do well for myself and, you know, uh, I don't expect a, or um, need a woman to come in and do anything financially. But I do expect her to be fair when it comes to certain things and she makes right. a nice amount, you know, making nice money. Like, come on now. Like, we're going we gonna to do this fair or we ain't going to do nothing at all. So that's that's my motto. Oh, no doubt. That's my motto, man. So, hey, man, Jay, I appreciate you, man. Oh, I no appreciate problem. you, man, getting with me on this episode. Thank yes, you sir. all for watching. I want to remind everybody to catch the audio playback every Monday at 4 p.m. Central Time on Decor94.com. I want to remind you all to donate to the Hold a Husband podcast on Cash App and PayPal. And I also want to give Brother Soul Productions another shout out for keeping the background audio fresh. This has been another episode of Hold a Husband podcast, and we out. Peace.